HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. You're listening to Heritage Radio Network. Since 2009, HRN podcasts have been exploring the wide world of food, beverage, and agriculture. Learn more at heritageradionetwork.org. I'm Chaba Perivan, co-host of Agave Road Trip on HRN here to talk about 818 Tequila. 818 creates their tequila using traditional methods that a family-owned and operate distillery in Jalisco, Mexico. From the blue agave they grow to their recycled glass bottle, 818 emphasizes the Earth's importance in all they do. Their distillery runs on biomass and solar power, which means they don't rely as much on fossil fuels and are able to reduce their carbon footprint. Their labels, corks, and boxes are all certified by the Forest Stewardship Council as coming from sustainability-managed forests. 818 is a proud member of 1% for the Planet, through which they support HRN as well as Sacred my organization in Jalisco, where together we transform agave byproducts and water waste into adobe bricks that are donated to local infrastructure projects, like a local library in Zapotitlan de Vadillo. Visit drink818.com to learn more about their sustainability efforts and find 818 near you. 818 has been part of so many magical nights for me, and I hope you enjoy it as much as I do. 818 tequila imported by 818 Spirits, Manhasset, New York. 40% alcohol by volume, drink responsibly. This episode is brought to you by Tabard Inn. Tabard Inn, Washington, D.C.'s quintessential hotel, is located on a quiet, tree-lined street just five blocks from the White House. Vibrant yet unassuming, the Tabard is comprised of 35 sleeping rooms, each unique in character and design. Feast on an eclectic American cuisine in their acclaimed restaurant, or enjoy a cocktail served on the beautiful patio which has ample room for social distancing. Travelers from around the world find the Tabard the only place to stay when taking their travels to Washington. For more information, visit tabardin.com. Welcome to HRN Tour. I'm here at the Food and Wine Classic in Aspen, year 2022. I am here with Jackie Summers. He is the founder of Sorel, which is a delicious um, liqueur. I-, I can only have him describe it and explain everything that's going on with it. So how are you doing today, Jackie? I'm glad to be hanging out with you. <laughs> I'm very glad to meet you. And this was so um, fortuitous to run into each other. And um, I'm a fan of your liqueur. I've had it. I've had it actually in cocktails before, and I've had it straight. Um, 
and I just think it's phenomenal. And I just, I would love to kind of go down the backstory of how it all got started. First of all, your background, and then how you got into this. Thank you so much. So I was making a version of this in my kitchen for friends and family for almost 20 years. The idea for this beverage has been served in the Caribbean for centuries. Every good Caribbean family makes a version of it. Every family thinks theirs is the best version. Uh, it's based around the hibiscus plant, which was known for its medicinal properties. Hibiscus is full of antioxidants. It's full of antimicrobials. It's a natural anti-inflammatory. Uh, it's an aphrodisiac. <laughs> and the, um, West Af the West Africans drank this as part of their ceremony. The tradition moved to the Caribbean. Every Caribbean island makes a version of it. And I was doing this in my kitchen and happy to serve it for, for friends and family. And then 12 years ago, I had a cancer scare. I heard the story, yes. Um, they found a tumor in your spine, correct? My, my doctor found a tumor inside my spine. In, my doctor found a tumor inside my spine the size of a golf ball. Yes. And he said, you're probably going to die. And if you live, you might be paralyzed. You should organize your paperwork. Uh, that got very real very fast. I lived. Yes, you did. Which, you know, it's a good thing because this interview would be really awkward if I hadn't lived. <laughs> but it really made you take stock in a lot. It, what you wanted to do with your life. And, it it yeah. was a gift. Yeah. I had 25 years invested in the corporate America, but it gave me the chance to reevaluate my priorities because what I really want to do is day drink. I just want to meet cool people every day in my life have great food and great conversation and great alcohol and I wanted to monetize it. Yes. And when I couldn't think who was going to pay me to enjoy this lifestyle, I said to myself, I know what I'll do. I'll launch a liquor brand. And here we are. <laughs> here you are. And this is your first time to the Aspen Classic, correct? It's my wine. first time for the Aspen Classic. Yeah. I was invited by Food & Wine as one of the inaugural 2022 uh, food innovators. Yes, um, and you also just got off the heels of the James Beard Foundation. I um, unfortunately did not attend that. I have a, a major case of FOMO from, from not being there, but I heard that you indeed were nominated as well for Outstanding Essay for your essay at Epicurious. I wrote an essay called All the Food You Can Eat and Only the Family You Can Stand about a long time, a long-standing family food tradition that we used to have with my mom and dad. Well... So tell me the story. Well, first of all, let's let's open this up. Let's I, open I, up the bottle. Yeah, I think we need to get this going. We are talking going. a lot not drinking nearly <laughs> enough. I mean, you just said, you know, your dream is the day drink and that meet people. So let's start this, right? So here's what's in the glass. There's Moroccan hibiscus, Nigerian ginger, Indonesian cinnamon and nutmeg, Brazilian clove, and a neutral wheat grain alcohol Certified organic, certified kosher, Heim, uh, 15% alcohol. Again, this idea has been around for centuries. And it's a be it's a beautiful um, a ruby. Yeah, garnet, ruby, um, and the smell is just intoxicating. It's it's just so exotic. Here's the fun thing. Yes. There's a lot of clove on the nose. But when you taste it, the acidity of the hibiscus is going to fill your mid palate and you're going to get juicy, fruity floral notes. There's a little burn on the side, that's a cinnamon note, and the finish is dry, that's the nutmeg in the back. 
and you mm. pretty much don't taste alcohol at all. The ginger masks it perfectly. You really don't. It's so sippable and smooth. What kind of, um, other than drinking it straight, what other kind of cocktails do people make with this usually? Well, the beautiful thing about Sorel is it literally mixes with everything. It does one thing really well, and that's hide ethanol. So it mixes with gin, vodka, rum, mezcal, tequila, scotch, bourbon, rye, sake. But if you put it with gin, you'll get more floral notes. Mm-hmm. If you put it with anything that's been aged, you'll get more barrel notes, uh, whiskey or, or rum. If you put it with agave cocktails, you'll get more, you'll get more uh, fruit notes. If you put it with sake, you get more rice notes. If you put it with bubbles, it opens up the entire flavor. Yeah, definitely. It's uh, with bubbles. That would be amazing. Oh, absolutely. The yes. Sor- uh, you just gave me a great a idea. Day. Yeah, you just gave me a great yes. idea. So um, there is a backstory there. I know that you 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 did take stock in, in what you wanted to do the rest of your life um, when you were given this second chance and um, you were you were kind of experimenting like a wizard trying to get the batch correct and, and you you were kind of at that point that you felt like maybe you were going to give up not really sure but you took a meeting and that one of those meetings became one of your first investors yes this is a fantastic story the hardest part about launching a liquor brand is getting the money <laughs> Imagine that. <laughs> uh, if you're not starting with a million bucks, you're probably not that serious. I did not have a million bucks, but I am very, very determined. So about six months into this project, I got a call from a friend of mine who's the vice president at Hearst Magazines. He said, don't tell anyone we're buying another, another media company. There's going to be layoffs. There's going to be overlap. But I want my people running my magazines come back he says come back and work for me six figures corner office 30 second floor overlooking central park which i'm sure was very alluring i mean you know oh, it, I, on the on the surface absolutely you know God, it kind of still is <laughs> <laughs> well can't you do both <laughs> but i knew in my heart i was going to tell him no yeah i took yeah. the meeting because he was a friend yeah and we were having burgers on a little a little place in the upper west side and I reached into my bag and pulled out a bottle that I'd made in my kitchen because I didn't have, I did not have my physical space yet. I didn't have my label yet. I didn't have my license yet. And I began telling him what I planned to do. And while I was describing this to him, the gentleman, the gentleman at the table next to us stood up and said, so are you looking for investors? So I stood up, I shook this hand. I gave him my business card. I reached into my bag and handed him a second bottle because I knew to be prepared. <laughs> and I said, take this home, enjoy it with your family. If you're still interested in investing, we'll talk later in the week. I swear I didn't even look at his business card. The next morning, I'm looking at this card and trying to figure out why the name Alexander Bernstein <laughs> is so familiar. It's because it's Leonard Bernstein's son. Wow. Who runs the Bernstein Foundation and became the first person to sign papers for us. That is amazing. That's such a great story. So if you had to do anything, I mean, you had, I keep going back to this moment you had in the doctor's office because I'm sure it doesn't leave you anytime soon. Um, was there anything beyond going and creating this liquor brand that 
that second chance on life that you that kind of became very clear to you that's like a motto you live by now or um, I don't know just the clarity that comes with something like that I can only imagine so I lost my dad 20 years ago and when my dad died I said the only thing hard left in life for me would be burying my mom I buried my mom this January Sorry. Nothing left is hard in life for me. I get to meet cool ass people like you. <laughs> well, thank you. At amazing <laughs> events like this. Yeah. I get to have great conversations and great food over great drinks. And I work probably 110 hours a week and I don't complain because it's exactly what the hell I asked for. Well, the first time I saw you when I walked up to uh, Sorel, uh, the activation here was a giant smile. And that, and that that's what drew me in. I was like, okay. And I, I said, oh, I've had, his, I've had his product before and I really like it. I want to get to know this man. Thank you. It well, took me a long time to figure out that a smile is a much bigger flex than a scowl. Yeah. Isn't that the truth? Thank you so much for your time. Thank you for your time and for your patience. I know how busy busy you are. Another sip of this delicious uh, brew. Oh, my gosh. It's so good. You guys have got to go and try to find this. Where can they find it, by the way? Uh, online, reservebar.com. We're in about half the country at the moment. We'll be, we'll be in the other half by the, by the end of next year. And you have a website, correct? Sorelofficial.com. S-O-R-E-L official.com. Well, thank you, Jackie. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening to HRN's coverage of the 2022 Food & Wine Classic in Aspen. You can listen to all of our coverage on our podcast, HRN on Tour. Find it on heritageradionetwork.org or wherever you listen to podcasts. You're listening to Heritage Radio Network. Since 2009, HRN podcasts have been exploring the wide world of food, beverage, and agriculture. Learn more at heritageradionetwork.org.